Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. What is going on, everybody? This is episode 141 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my Vibes Offed co-host. Introduce <laughs> yourself, please. My vibes are perfectly on. What is up, Crisis Actors? It's Mary. She's lying. She said the vibes were off. Oh. You're lying. We're both lying. <laughs> or, maybe, or, mo- or maybe we're both telling the truth. We may never know. <laughs> also, I brought my magic to what, what? bring Dane today. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. By yeah. the way, we have uh, two... Magic two guests today oh, our first is our wednesday regular please introduce yourself that's right i am sour patch Litz. i'm t- from timcast irl and i have to say that the vibes in the studio are very they're very vibes there's a lot of vibes going on here they're not got on. vibes i've got vibes are you've they got good weird vibes they're just there they're, they're not on vibes. they're not off they're just vibes <laughs> they're just there they're yeah just, they're just vibes <laughs> and the person with the other vibes is the guy next to me oh introduce my. yourself sir hello everyone dane font here mm-hmm. marketing man extraordinaire and the patron saint of White Boy Summer. Yes. I want to point out that I almost said, please introduce yourself, please, which is one of those things that you, you dread <laughs> when, you, when you do a show like this. Please when I was, you, yourself, ha, have you ever seen like the, the memes, uh, like where you like when you're, it's like a guy talking to a waiter and the guy's like, that how's your, f- how's your food? And you go, and he's like, I hope you have, I hope you enjoy your meal. And he goes, you too, to the right. waiter. That's a Brian Regan bit. Yeah, okay. Enjoy your flight. You too. Yeah. yeah. yeah no. Everyone hates that. anywhere. Yes. Okay. Earlier I was, I was on the, uh, the phone making a, a doctor's appointment and um, Ooh, she, says, uh, she says, she um, says, uh, all right, have a good day, Brett. I'm like, you, uh, I was like, you guys have a good day too, to like one person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, all right, you have a good one too, guys. And I'm like, what? Could be worse. Luckily worse. I had to call back. Uh, You're always addressing an audience. Yes. Fame uh, changed you, Brett. Luckily, I had to call back uh, to, to fix like uh, some debt, like some information that she got wrong. So I got a rebound, like a uh, like a redo, and, and I got it right the, the second go. time around. So that was good. That's everyone. Wants. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. We are going to talk about the uh, massive problem that is being. Uh, given into Warner Brothers in D.C. because Ezra Miller and Amber Heard are just walking disaster zones that are, you know, the Ezra Miller one would be funny if it wasn't so evil and awful. And the Amber Heard one is, to be honest, just really funny. Uh, We are going to talk about Charlie Sheen. 
And Ooh. the fact that Charlie Sheen's daughter is um, doing, thank you, thank you. is thank doing you. spicy content, she is. Uh, yes. And he's arguing with it. Mary has uh, her own strong opinions on this. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. And we are also going to talk about Hollywood and guns because they want to lecture you. Oh, uh, goody. This is not a gun control discussion. This is just Hollywood making a bunch of points that I believe are utterly ridiculous. You mean the people protected by heavily armed security guards yeah. 24-7? Cool. This is more about how they're actually d- portrayed in the in their movies and stuff like that. So there's a lot of have your cake and eat it too here that I want to mm-hmm. I want to talk about. So we got that. We got Podluck. We got a bunch of stuff. So if you guys are ready, we will just get right into it. Are we ready, Mary? We're ready. We're Lydia, ready. I almost called you Linda. I'm so <laughs> glad I did that. Uh, Lydia, <laughs> you ready? ready. Yep, yep. Dane, I believe so. All right. So this one says Aquaman. It says Amber Heard denies being cut from Aquaman two. Calls recasting claims slightly insane. Uh, you know, the, the, we have now gone back and forth and back and forth on this will she, won't she thing with Amber Heard with Aquaman for like two weeks now to the point where there had to be other stuff to talk about to even make a video about it because it just makes me roll my eyes. But first it was like, they were like, she's got her segments cut down to like just 10 minutes. Then they're like, no wait, she's cut out entirely. No wait, she's not just in it for 10 minutes. She's in it for 20 minutes. She's in yeah. it for all, all the minutes. According to a trusted source. Trust. So it, what's even the point of talking about it? Exactly. So so this one point. says, she, so this is, but this is from her interview, and she says basically that it's slightly insane that people would think that she's being recast. She in would it. know insane. And she says, uh, <laughs> oh, it's true. Ooh, she would. Ow. It's true. Mm. After Yesterday that, it was cow. Lizzo, and today it's Yeah, Amber man. Heard. I felt I'm it. Lydia Saskam. Yes, like, let's uh, go. <laughs> it says uh, Amber Heard denied being cut from Aquaman 2 and, re- and called recasting rumors slightly insane after reports surfaced that she was out of the Warner Brothers film following the Johnny Je- De- defamation trial. The rumor mill will c- continues as it has from day one, inaccurate, insensitive, and slightly insane. Heard's representative told Fox, Di- Fox Media Digital. Fox News Digital? Uh, Heard portrayed Mara in the film alongside Jason Momoa, Dolph Lundgren, and William Dafoe. Warner Brothers decided to recast Amber Heard's role after screen testing the movie. They are going to be doing reshoots with Jason Momoa and Nicole Kidman. Sources just told Jared. That's the... Um, the guy from the pr- publication. I don't buy that for one second. An insider later revealed that the public to the publication that Amber Heard not only c- is not only completely cut from the film, she still has a very small role. Has not been completely cut from the film. She still has a very Ooh, small role. Wow, I don't buy that she's been cut at all. For her, I actually find this to be like perfect marketing for them. Like I, I don't think that like it's the trial is just she's not going to be reviled so much that people won't go see it but they will be interested enough. You know, there's people like us who pay very close attention, like somebody who's more um, emotionally linked to this might boycott it, I guess. But a lot of it is like, you know, I'm not going to that movie to see her anyways. So she'll bring in certain spectators just by virtue of curiosity. Ezra Miller, however, is another story. And the (laughs) funny thing about this is that this Daily Beast article somehow makes it, somehow Ezra Miller is proving that Amber Heard is being mistreated by the public. Though what it really is is literally just they took one phrase, misinterpreted the whole thing, and wrote an article about it. That sounds like them. Before we get into that. We love journalism, don't we? Yes. Mm -hmm. Why would anyone ever watch Aquaman for any reason outside of Amber Heard? First Aquaman movie's fun. I, I mean, I heard that it was super popular. It was just a, a hit. It made almost a billion. But it made a billion dollars. Who had an Aquaman poster in their house? Nobody. Well, Aquaman <laughs> also looks nothing like uh, the Aquaman yeah. in the comic. I've right. been rewatching Young Justice, and Young and Aqualad is cooler than Aquaman. Aquaman looks like Nick. 
Kind of does. Really? He's got the blonde. He's got the. Yeah, oh, he's got yeah, the. He he's got You're the, right. You're right. Uh, Nick's uh, cooler though. Much Nick, Nick is cooler than regular Aquaman. For in the sure. So uh, this is basically they get into the the nitty gritty of what's going on with Ezra Miller here. Uh, they talk about how, if you guys remember, it's Dakota Iron Eyes. Uh, basically, the rumors here is that uh, he groomed her from the age of twelve years old, and uh, he flew her. And a bunch of people from her, uh, was it her, her reservation, reservation to London. Rock. That was a little bit different. Originally, they made it seem as if she he flew just her yeah. to oh, London. Okay. Yeah, that was different. more of a lie of omission. But at the same time, yeah. I feel like it's just as bad because he was inviting a group of people only to create a pretense to be with her. And they also point in here where they say, okay, we'll get to the one really, the creepy part that they, they mentioned in here, but it says, yeah. according to sources uh, from uh, in Variety, Warner Brothers, which owns DC Comics, is barreling ahead with The Flash and plans on giving the film the full superhero treatment, uh, the full blockbuster treatment, despite the most recent allegations made by Chase Iron Eyes and Sarah Jumping Eagle that Miller groomed their 18-year-old daughter, environmental activist Dakota Iron Eyes, some from the age of 12 when Miller was already 23 years old. Last week, Iron Eyes parents requested a protective order for their daughter from the Standing Rock Sioux, Standing Rock Sioux Tribal Court, accusing Miller of using drugs, violence, and intimidation to control and mani manipulate her. We do know that they had that order was uh, approved, but they're not able to find Ezra Miller. And he's they, literally on the run from the law. Mm -hmm. But is that on the run? Is, I mean, technically, he's just not somewhere where they can... It's like, it would be the same thing as like trying to serve someone a subpoena and you can't find them. It's not the same thing as uh, arresting someone. They're there to serve them uh, a, a letter that says he can't go by uh, Dakota Iron Eyes. They just can't find him. Right? I mean, do they... That's different than Do they have the ability to report her yeah. missing? Uh, but she's an adult. They can't. Uh, you can't... You can't report I think an, you can't an adult, adult missing. missing. Okay, yeah. but... Can they? Okay, but is this? She could then come out and say, "I'm not missing. I'm fine," and they wouldn't be able to do anything. I'm assuming, right? I don't know. Um, so we're gonna get into this part where it says uh, he befriend. Okay, uh, uh, among other accusations, they claim that Miller befriended their daughter in 2016 while visiting the Standing Rock Reservation in North Dakota, and later flew her and her members of the tribe to London to visit the set of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them in 2017, where Miller attempted to share a bed with Iron Eyes, who was 14 Bro. at the time. No, bruh, bruh. Come there, on. They also said that um, he allegedly gave her. Uh, marijuana, alcohol, and LSD. And LSD. Call yeah, yeah. LSD? Yeah, but yeah. On, but, At 14. So it says, uh, it says, yeah. one, and here's where we get into the more um, uh, opinionated parts of the article where they're basically saying that because of, it says, despite the disturbing new claims against Miller, Warner Brothers is apparently counting on the possibility that Miller will avoid legal consequences and stay out of trouble leading up to the Flash's release, according to Variety. Sure the source added that it would cost too much money to completely scrap the, scrap the project. That's why this is different. It is a lot different to take out a, uh, a side character in Aquaman than it is to take out a dude True. who's literally True. in every scene of the movie. So that's not even really a fair comparison. The fairest comparison is that they're both... Horrible uh, in together they make for horrible PR. None of the Marvel people are over here. Like, and, and I don't like Marvel, but like, the, you don't hear all these stories from crazy people over there. It's just a constant swell of bad news. I think the They're, difference is that the spectacle around Amber Heard is going to help the yeah. the movie, and because Ezra Miller is the star of his own movie. Thank you. They really only have the choice to do extreme damage control or. To just scrap it all together and take the loss. Yep. That was that. It, the if the anything, Amber Heard is going to help. 
the Aquaman yes, suit. for sure. Um, uh, the the claims initially uh, against Ezra Miller were bad enough that I was like, they should just scrap yeah. it. Yeah, just scrap it and and cut they're it all together. Still, I feel they're still that that bad. That no, that's what I'm saying. Should. Like the, that, it should just be completely scrapped altogether. I don't think they're going to do that. Dude, Gina Carano got fired for a perhaps mm. hyperbolic and slightly accurate tweet, mm-hmm. and this guy. Is, is drugging fourteen-year-old <laughs> children. They make this about uh, gender uh, in this article. So it says, speaking of heard, uh, DC's lax uh, lax handling of Miller thus far is especially eyebrow-raising, given recent claims from the actress's legal team that she was almost fired from her role as, as Mira in DC film Aquaman two and barred from renegotiating her contract when she eventually signed on to the sequel due to the public scrutiny she was receiving during the legal proceedings with Depp. Her role was reportedly downsized in the sequel. D- now, now this is the problem. They operate under the assumptions that what her lawyer said is true. Even though during the trial, a DC, the DC president, Walter Hamada li- literally came out and said, that is not what happened. He, she had, he, we screen tested. None of the executive liked his, liked her chemistry with Jason Momoa. Therefore, if they find that it's lacking and that it's not going to add to the sequel, yeah, maybe they'll keep her around, but it doesn't give you the bargaining power that comes with people uh, really connecting with those two together on screen. Right. Exactly. So Walter Hamada rebutted that, uh, that claim that the studio considered letting Heard go because of lack of chemistry between her and co-star Jason Momoa. So he's saying that it's because of the chemistry. Amber Heard's lawyer is saying it's because of the ongoing scrutiny with Johnny Depp. All we can do is say that maybe one is right, maybe the other is right, but it has nothing to do with Ezra Miller. They're just bad at handling their star. They're just bad at picking people to star in these movies. Uh, And I think that you're right that Amber Heard will probably at the very least help first week. I do wonder sometimes because of how important word of mouth has become that if she has left a bad taste in people's mouth and they go and see it and she's bad, that it will really hurt the long-term viability of the film. I think it's truly only as good as the memes. Mm, <laughs> if yeah, like the memes, Agreed. like week one are fire, people are going to want to see, you know, the moment that like provoked the meme. Yep. Is, what, yeah. is my guess. That's good. Point. They need to put enough of Amber Heard in Aquaman 2 where people can clip it. Yeah. And make funny edits. <laughs> right. I think that this is like a W for Warner Brothers and an L for DC. Yeah. But it's unlucky timing. Uh, Aquaman 2 uh, gets Michael Keaton, Batman, more Amber Heard rumored DC in the DCEU reboot. So it says test screenings are apparently revealing big changes for the sequel that will tie into the Flash's movie with Ezra Miller. So it says uh, it claims that big changes are in store for Aquaman 2, which now includes in the addition of Michael Keaton as Batman as part of what appears to be a DCEU reboot. Ezra, as reported earlier, uh, more of Amber Heard as Mira. We talked about that mm-hmm. the other day. Uh, the info comes via what, wa- what is said to be the latest test screenings from Aquaman 2. I would love to know how they vet these people because stuff keeps getting out or if it's just the studio cleverly leaking stuff to keep it in the news in which case good on you sir. It's all a PR You win because uh, yeah. we're, we're clearly falling for it and still and still talking about it. Uh, so it says, uh, as things stand right now, Aquaman 2 and the Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom gets released on March 17th, 2023, and The Flash on June 23rd, 2023. So it's possible for the release dates to swap uh, because they want to include Michael Keaton in Aquaman 2, which would make the, his appearance in The Flash make sense chronologically. It's going to be a great year for movies. <laughs> next year. Well, it's like nobody's, everyone's going to be talking about anything but the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to kind of like, Aquaman 1 was perfectly fine. 
and it made a lot of money, but nobody remembers it. This right. movie has to actually now be great because if it's anything less than great. I mean, I don't think anyone was planning on Aquaman or its sequel to have longevity. No. <laughs> it's just about whether it can like hit when it's in theaters and that's it. So is this a I don't think I don't know anyone who has seen Aquaman. Me neither. What does he do? Like breaking to like, sea worlds? Is like, that yeah. like a, is, does that even have <laughs> a fan base? Right. I think people are just going so. to go. Yeah. Like is this a no double standard? Has... Is this a double standard with Ezra Miller and Amber Heard? Is there is there based some, on based on uh, is it because somebody pointed out somebody said it's because she's a woman and he's LGBTQIA incorrect. technically she is LGBTQIA as well she's is bisexual she? yes uh, she's oh. uh, she's been in uh, she actually had in a, one of her exes claimed abuse again so that she <laughs> abused really her so uh, another L for Amber Heard there that's you know you can't win them Sorry, all Amber. Uh, so I uh, think that DC may have projected that it was good marketing for Ezra Miller to be like this androgynous looking trendy they them yeah they them yeah. identity marker but that has backfired on a little, them a little bit <laughs> no honestly <'cause> he's <laughs> majorly in the movie in in the in the justice in the Snyder cut of the Justice League you see him save uh um Iris West in, in a scene and all I can think of now is just him like if this was in a bar he'd just be punching her uh, or throwing <laughs> a chair at her, yep. uh, and, and that's what would end up happening. So I it's can't help it. It's just such the obvious stereotype of like using that identity as a distraction from the type of person you are mm. and like your issues. The fact that you can't integrate into society as a normal person. Yeah, it's like I'm not violent. You're a bigot. Mm, so right. at this Apparently, point, yeah. at, at this point, <laughs> what do they even have to do to pull? that movie they can't just do the thing like with army hammer where they just lessen the marketing form he is the whole movie yeah. this isn't Death i mean on i don't Nile know what to or... say because if they if they release the movie i'm watching it <laughs> I know. Mm. like they... i'm a bad person <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, know. like <laughs> i will watch the movie and that's why we love you because yeah. it's a spectacle well, and, and we I have to like, and we're obviously we gonna review yes. it and everything like that we get a pass i do think that it's different <laughs> for... we get a pass for that yeah right? you do that's true that's fair you have to review it i think Yay. it's different for ezra miller because he she was a uh, minor when he was first exactly around with her that's messed up preteen seriously mm -hmm. oh they, Whoa. Gross. um in the in the Gross. in the first article they tried to soften it by saying like when she was a a tw uh, like a tween and oh he was goodness. and he was a, no, in his no, early no, no, 20s no. i'm like no she was 12 and he was 23 like that's 23. not like no like, i don't even like when difference. they say he befriended her because no. you, you you don't can't? befriend 12 year olds. You're a 23 year old <laughs> man. You don't befriend 12 year old what, girls. What did he do? Get her a happy meal and some crayons? Yeah, uh, what the hell? Like also, ecstasy. by the way, uh, there's a petition calling for the ACLU to dump Amber Heard as an ambassador. They haven't yet? It, that's what I'm, isn't that insane? Unbelievable. Uh, Maybe it's just ahead. like they don't want to bring more attention to it by making the, some kind of announcement. Like her next like segment, it's literally her as an ambassador to just not be her. Where yeah. they play the where they they play <laughs> the. Can tape. we have a not Amber Heard foundation? Like, yes. They play the tape where <laughs> she's like, she's like, go <laughs> ahead, Johnny, tell everyone you're a domestic abuse victim and see who believes you. Mm -hmm. Don't be Amber. Heard. Don't, don't be like, be me. like <laughs> me. Don't be like me. <laughs> That'd she be says. a great PSA. Learn uh, from my mistakes. So it, hundred. It, sh it shows you how little people care about the ACLU. The the remove Amber Heard from Aquaman signatures was like four point five million. They're like, ah, oh, the ACLU. Uh -huh. We don't give a crap yeah, about the ACLU. About Did you guys see her out. last interview? 
No. Yeah, I did. It's it's obviously the, like all woke and pandering is like the and, way she talks is like very bothersome to me. Um, uh, the guy who made people believe that you can have scissors on your. <laughs> On oh you can have scissors, scissors for fingers. fingers, and then her the look on her face was like, "Got him." <laughs> Legitimately, like, yeah. She, she I went there. <laughs> what are you gonna say? That's right. What she are you gonna us. say back? He I just gotcha. Check, checkmate, like, atheist. Oh it's like she really <laughs> thinks that you incels oh that God. the reason <laughs> that like she <laughs> lost like a court case mm -hmm. is because people think that Johnny that actually has scissors for hands like imagine the logic though is like yeah well you know he is abusive but thank you scissors for hands is <laughs> yeah. quite impressive well, she thinks everyone else interprets life as movies the same she way that should. she does She'd and you can see in her you. face and just the cadence I was of her speech that she like mythologizes every waking moment I'm into some like cinematic like I it's just out deranged. You, yeah. Like it's earlier, deranged how detached from reality she is. That she she's like making a face like that as if she acts as if there's like a cut that's about yeah. to happen to a close up, and there's no close up. It's just a single camera. And it's I don't just think, her looking yeah. like. I don't think she realizes just how much work goes into making actors look good on set. Like between camera angles, color grading, music. Like she's ex like she's like making that comment and waiting for the music to swell, and no music swells. That's and she's like, so "Why isn't this happening?" Oh my uh, I cannot imagine being yikes. in the interviewer's shoes when she said that. Like, what do you even? They probably believed her. The the interviewer probably believed no, her. No, no. The interviewer was the interviewer was like trying oh, yeah. to trip her up. Yeah. I okay. don't you can't trip up somebody who isn't like even remotely like on this planet. She's like, not even walking. How are you gonna trip her? Seriously. I, I mean, maybe she's taken like a lot of uh nothing. Like, I, I would be taking a lot of Xanax too if I was in, in, in her place right now. I, I probably would just don't be in the public eye. Yeah. Uh what did you say there? I said nothing makes me feel more at home than gorgeous women like believing lies. <laughs> <laughs> Put that Ooh, on a t-shirt. Spicy take. Uh, there was some. There was some super chats in there. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, got it. I'm from Puerto Rico, so it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, true that. <laughs> Waffle Sensei says, "I know some 12 year olds with friends above the age of 18. They're mm -hmm. called dad, uncle, grandpa. Oh my gosh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Family members, uh, perfect. Older cousins. <laughs> he also <laughs> says, "Run, Barry, run," which is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, what he's doing. <laughs> literally, Barry Allen is running from the law. That's right. Uh, like this. Where he, like where he's the, climbing the, a ladder, basically. I believe that's what it's um, like. Clint Torres said, happy Thank people. Woo. Hey, Lydia, heart hello, eyes. Hello. Thank you. Waffle Sensei said, is that the patron saint of White Boy Summer? Somebody right. pinch me. Oh, yes. yes, we brought him back. Dane in the flesh. Uh, he said, Lydia with the sassy pants, hard eyes. That's correct. Where do you buy sassy pants Goodwill. exactly? Goodwill. There you okay, go. <laughs> You're welcome. Go find your own today. <laughs> he also said, I would gamble at Indian casinos, but I have a few reservations. Uh, that's great. Ha, 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 ha. That's a good joke. Ba -da, I'm dun, da -da, it. Dun. That's really bad. Der. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it. <laughs> Thousand I love foot it. defense said they can't find Miller to serve the court order. Has anyone checked Hawaii? Just putting <laughs> out on APB and At wanted bars. 
and wanted <laughs> posters in all karaoke bars and farmers oh markets. Boom, problem solved. Dude, or like chair manufacturers, where he like maybe he's like stress <laughs> testing chairs by throwing them at women across. Is he known the room. for being at a lot of farmers markets? Too, that was or? where he met the couple that uh, that he that, had, that is, had the restraining His life order is so him. weird and bad. <laughs> it's so bad um, at every level. Ava Owens said, "It's so weird to see the mental gymnastics to get around the fact they're grooming kids in Hollywood on <laughs> the regular. Real. It needs to be exposed more, dude." They're like, it's fine. That's fine. It's it's. We're it's, just pretending everything is okay. But don't you dare make those mean tweets, Gina Carano. Right. That's a yeah. problem. What was her tweet? Uh, I don't know. What she basically with her. said that um, don't like don't hate your neighbor. Like long before the you know the the bad bad thing in World War Two happened, uh, they they got the your neighbor to hate you long before. She said yeah. we need to be friends with each other. Yeah, basically. To avoid civil conflict. And She's people like, can't we get all her just out. hands yeah, right, get and out. sing Kumbaya? And they're like, F Get you. out. You're fired. <laughs> they're like, yeah, we don't do Kumbaya in, in hand holding here. That's Apparently a problem. Not, yeah. Dude, I'm so excited for this story. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited. I have okay. Uh, Hollywood has a problem with how guns are used on screen, and they signed an open letter. Oh. A new open letter. Another oh, petition si- huh? signed by over 200 actors, filmmakers, and producers. Uh, doesn't ask the entertainment industry to ban guns, but be more mindful of how they're utilized. Mark Ruffalo and Shonda Rhimes were on it. Oh so my gosh, I'm out. I don't care. I'm uh, out. Don't care. Opinion discarded. Just, okay, so the, the the year is 2025. Like Hollywood somehow held past the legislation about guns and movies. The it's picture. an it's the next James Bond film. He pulls out a gun. He's like, "Hey, stop there!" And like the the villain says, "Like, do you know those are used to shoot children in schools? How dare you?" That's <laughs> And he's like, "Oh yes, sir. I think I'll put this gun away Shut and take out this knife." He yeah. sheaves his gun and he's like, "You're absolutely correct." Can we have correct. James Bond but only finger guns? Let's go. Let's do it. Okay, so this new open letter shared by the Brady campaign and signed by over 200 pretentious elitist act. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Like editorialization. I. I Sorry, I editorialized. Just oh, really? Uh, um, some douchey act. <laughs> yep, yep. Okay. Actors, directors, screenwriters, and producers doesn't call for a ban on guns or gun violence on screen. It's also adamant about where the responsibility for the gun violence uh, epidemic lies. Lacks gun laws supported by those politicians more afraid of losing power than saving lives. Instead, the letter suggests several ways movies and TV shows can be more mindful of how guns and gun violence are utilized, stating, we didn't cause this problem but we want to help fix it are you such great people not only have you Fuck never caused a you! problem in your life yes! wow, you're, you're coming Too to save much. us all I'm so, thank you yes I'm that so segment that they are coming to save you uh, by showing on screen responsible gun use. I, I, I literally went through like 15 photos trying to find my favorite examples of poor trigger discipline. Alec Baldwin uh, springs like, to mind. I, yes. <laughs> uh, so the idea here is that it's, uh, remember when, when this happened on set, it was the gun's fault. And it was uh, it was I everyone's fault. These are people who are so clueless about guns. They want to believe that everyone else is just as afraid of them. I think you're right. Yeah. I projecting. don't care about the gun control. I don't. This isn't about politics. This is about them. This is the video game debate all over again, mm-hmm. where we tell you that. Uh, guns don't make people violent, right? But right here they say, like, uh, let's talk about what they say. It says. It continues, as American storytellers, our goal is, to pri- is primarily to entertain, but we also acknowledge that stories have the power to affect change. 
cultural attitudes towards smoking, drunk driving, seatbelts, and marriage equality have all evolved in due part in due, due, lar- due in large part to movies and television influence. We're it's time heroes. to take on gun safety. No, no no, 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 no. Either you're respon- either you're partly <laughs> responsible for some of the gun violence that's been hyper romanticized in movies for tons of years, just like you're responsible for the ability to get marriage equality, seatbelts, and smoking no longer in the popularity, or you're n- or none of it actually works, and you're not responsible at all. You do not get to have it both ways here. You get to pick one or the other. You don't get to be both the savior of a problem you didn't cause and somebody that bitches about it. I want to bring up a quote, actually, from a woman I respect greatly named Cher Horowitz. She said, The attorney general says there's too much violence on TV and that should stop. But even if you took out all the violent shows, you could still see the news. So until mankind is peaceful enough not to have violence on the news, there's no point in taking it out of shows that need it for entertainment value. That's a good point. It's a great point. Why what? wasn't she here to talk to these people? Yeah, she needs to talk some sense into what, them. What do they want to do? Like, what do they want to do with guns? Like, they just, like, for real. Remember, like, when, when Alec Baldwin happened, they, the Rock goes, we're not going to have guns on set anymore. We're going to use rubber guns. I'm like, or you could just hire competent people that know what they're doing. Or who don't want to murder other people. Or, or, you... you Somehow that gun makes it all the way to set and and uh, and bull in live it rounds. It is awfully suspicious. Kind of suspicious. They do not. I, I'm so sick of the video game debate in the in oh the gosh, do yeah. vi- do these things cause uh, cause violence debate. They want to have every discussion, but the discussion where they're actually responsible. And here's the thing: I don't think Hollywood is responsible for so gun either. violence. Yeah. But the idea that they are pretentious enough to sign an open letter saying that they're going to help solve a problem that they don't feel like they caused. Makes my hair turn prematurely gray. It does. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I can not, tell. Not to mention, uh, it would have been bad enough if I didn't know that, if I didn't have to read it as Mark Ruffalo saying Ugh. this all. Oh, the right? worst. Which it's might be the worst part oh it is. Uh, of all of this. Absolutely. Um, I literally, you cannot make this stuff up. And the, the level of ego and pretentiousness is literally off the chart and it, and it blows my mind. So these are their suggestions. The first is to, crea- uh, to creatively model responsible gun ownership and show consequences for reckless gun use. A famous example that I was pointing out to somebody the other day, I was watching The Wire and there's this great scene in season three, okay, where the main cop, uh, um, he literally does a scene where he's trying to figure out the angle of, uh, of how a, a gun was shot in the scene and what he does is he they look through a window and they look through a window and they see like where the bullet would have traveled and he pulls his fire he literally pulls his glock from the holster and holds it up to his own face like this and does not remove the magazine or clear the chamber what and this is supposed to be a law enforcement professional who does this let alone just a civilian who owns a firearm if you can't even get and to be fair I will be fair to them this was done in 2000 three or four so it, they are they have been but like i see a lot less cops in shows running around with their finger on the trigger rather than okay. outside the trigger guard but that does not mean that they do not show okay and what is responsible Who gun is ownership to them for education on how to handle lethal weapons from their tv shows stop looking to, to movies to tell you how to I don't live think your a life. lack of trigger discipline on tv ever you know cause someone else to, to mishandle a gun if you want to fix this problem you're gonna bring in people who know what the heck they're talking about you're not gonna listen to actors and actresses it is nothing to do with hollywood it's more about people not understanding yep. guns as a tool not as a threat 
did you remember when we covered the Gunu? The, yeah. the, the dude who uh, died and then the family had a funeral for him in a nightclub and they propped him up. <laughs> now, how they, does they, this they, tie the, in? Okay, <laughs> the, we on. watched a music video uh, that he made with yeah. friends and I saw better trigger discipline ab- amongst a bunch of like... You did mention like, that. <laughs> like, I was watching him like, there was a dude who had like a Glock with an extended mag and I'm like, every time he's on screen, I'm like, thank God his finger's outside that trigger guard. Right, yeah. There's no way this was made on... The, this was not a union project, <laughs> so there's no way they had like an armorer oh, there making sure that this dude didn't accidentally shoot the camera. Like, can you imagine being that cameraman just pissing his pants the whole time? <laughs> like, like I really... Just like pointing it at him. Like, I don't know if... Alex yeah, Baldwin I don't know if the cameraman <laughs> cleared his. Uh, the cameraman's like, did you clear the, the chamber? Did you did you remove all the guns for the bullets? Maybe from that the music video was not made sober. Hire venture to guess. Hire those kids to treat to teach your celebrities how to use guns because they were better at it than most of the people in your movies. What does Mark Ruffalo think though? Uh, don't we I don't care. Know? <laughs> his face is just so punchable. The only way this could have been worse is if it was signed by Alyssa Milano. True. That that, that might have name shortly. I'm genuinely that, that surprised it's not on here. Or Meryl Streep. Also, it's funny because they mentioned <laughs> they Dunn. mentioned smoking. Uh, people still smoke. They're just they've just infantilized our youth and make them wait till the age of 21 to do it. They just vape. Mm-hmm. They, yep. they, it does they not do, stop yeah. people. Yeah. From That's yeah. a new thing, by the way, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. The uh, the 21 age limit on it cigarettes. Is okay, yeah. I was we I was I was watching Mr. Robot again recently. I love in, that show. And in, 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 in that show, uh, Remy Malek's character has a serious uh, issue with opiates, and he takes both opiates, and when he buys them, he buys Suboxone as well, so that when he's done, when he runs out, he cannot. Oh, he cannot withdraw. Might not die, okay, yeah. so uh, am I supposed to be mad at them for showing a realistic portrayal of drug use? You will be uh, soon. Uh, yeah. You're like, what is it like? So, uh, is it wh- where is the line between responsible and glorification? Mm-hmm. I don't expect them to know it. I just don't want the sanctimonious I feel like if you tone. Wanna, if you want to glorify any of these things, you should be allowed to because it's your work. When, 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 yeah, exactly. You're, you're literally stifling the art. And like, what is this supposed to turn into? Like, it's like a da- it's like a story where like a guy breaks into a house and he stops really quick. He's like, "Thank God, I've got my gun safely locked away in my Model TX three thousand gun safe." Yeah, are the we magazine is to, removed like, and the chamber is cleared. Let's go. Are we supposed to awkwardly show scenes like silent scenes where a character like takes out the magazine? locks away their yeah then they have like three separate safes they put the magazine in one safe they put i mean it's just like how are we supposed to subtly do these things i also love the idea that one of them's like uh, he's like he's buying he's like oh i don't need one of those regular magazines i want one of those 10 round magazines because i need (laughs) it to just I hate Hollywood so much. Dude, honestly. I have an an interesting job because I hate most of these people. (laughs) I think it's just like I want to be able to share this link on my my Twitter to look like a good person. Yeah. It's their pathetic attempt, failed attempt, to remain relevant in culture. I don't recognize these names. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I only know Uh, Mark Ruffalo as like a hilariously bad tweeter. (laughs) Shonda Rhimes is the one who created Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder. And, um, and inventing and, Anna. And inventing it. And I think Grey's Anatomy. Yep. And Grey's yep. Anatomy. So she's a very powerful Hollywood yeah. producer. J.J. Abrams, Star Wars, Star Trek, uh, right. Alias, all sorts of But those uh, are the first lost. three that are listed. Yeah. I don't know about any of the others. So this is uh, one of those things where it's just full of sanctimonious douches who are <laughs> telling you how to live your life. 
uh, and while pretending it's the tone of like, yes, we are the good people of the world and we're here to bring about change, but not take any responsibility for the problem. Not only that, it's like we're here to talk about something we are incredibly misinformed about. We have no idea. Like we what have we're talking about. no possible comprehension what we're saying. It's like Listen, like I'm in marketing. I can't tell you the amount of times I've heard SEO used wrong. <laughs> the, uh, so it says the letter offers three suggestions. So it says uh, showing characters locking their guns safely key and keeping them away from children. The second is to hold pre-production discussion about the ways guns are portrayed and consider alternatives that could be employed without sacrificing narrative integrity. Look, if you didn't... That changes nothing. If you didn't cause the problem, you can't fix it. I'm the, sorry. Just so, generally speaking. This is, this is one of those things... Okay, they did this in um, in the Halloween... The, in the Halloween reboot where like uh, they're like they're not gonna let uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character carry an AR-15 that might actually kill Michael Myers they give her a shotgun that runs out quickly and is absolutely useless when there was a back in like 2016 there was some incident that happened some uh, gun incident and um, the lady who on the blacklist I always forget her name but the, the girl from the back blacklist with James Spader she's like uh, my character will no longer use an oh, AR-15 yeah, and like you're an FBI agent. You don't get that. That makes no like you're literally sacrificing <laughs> logic to virtue signal. And then I think they ended up like the next episode. She's using one. So it wasn't even accurate. She just wanted the virtue signaling points. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that, these people, man. They be, really belabored the point that they didn't create the problem. Right. We had, we had nothing to do. with But it. we'll help you solve it. We got yeah. this for you. Uh, it, it'd be one thing if what they're doing is like teach like actual gun safety. It's like this is how you put it away. This is like take tr uh, like trigger discipline and whatnot. Like if they were like, you know, if they weren't like super on the nose about it and, and like as just part of the conversation they're teaching like actual gun discipline. But you know that's not what they're gonna do. They're gonna be like, is that a gun? I heard that's a no-no. Like, guns are bad. Like uh, guns. The last is to limit scenes including children in guns, bearing in mind that guns are now the leading cause of death for children and adolescents. That is that's incorrect. Completely incorrect. incorrect. Uh, the leading death? Abortion is the leading cause of children's yes. deaths. This is a spicy subject today. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, we're, it's uh, true. We're, this makes me angry. Uh, but in general, this is a spicier topic. But the thing is, I don't care about, like, they're, they're not talking about gun law. I don't care about gun laws. I'm talking about them thinking that they're making a difference with their movies. I literally, could anybody think of a good scenario where any of these suggestions they made, can you think of a, think of an existing franchise? Uh, okay, James Bond is... <laughs> You mentioned James Bond earlier, right? So uh, James Bond pulls up to a guy and he's got a gun out and the guy's got a knife. He's like, well, I wouldn't want to shoot this guy when he's got a knife. And he puts his gun away and just fights the guy hand to hand when he could shoot him. You cannot yeah. fight someone hand to hand no. with a knife. That is insane. James Bond is like, I don't want another Parkland. Oh my god! <laughs> like what the hell? So this is uh, this is just another example of Hollywood virtue signaling. Uh, and then we have this one. It says it says Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling star in Violent yeah. the Gray Man amidst woke <laughs> Hollywood's demand for gun control. Uh, I don't really care about the gun control Ooh. part of it. I do want to see this movie though. I'm very excited to see this movie. That I, sounds fun. I, the I trailer love, looked cool. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah. I love the Russo brothers. Hopefully, lots of guns and lots of bad guys being um, having guns used on them because that's cool, right, Hollywood? I just don't understand uh, why they can make the point that movies never made a uh, negative impact, but we can fix use it. them to, to fix, fix it. a problem that's that was right. never caused. That's what I'm saying. By it, like, 
decide on whether you can influence people. When Dane was here earlier and I was reading this, I was literally banging my head against the table. He was. Like, <laughs> these sorry, people, that. man, like, they're, yeah. they're, they're brazen and they do not care. And you, they think, like, some psycho's <sighs> gonna watch the movie. He's like, uh, uh, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> now that I've seen this movie, Oh, I Mr. Mark Ruffalo, thank you so much. <laughs> like, what the hell, dude? Ridiculous. Says no one ever. Uh, there was a super chat there. Oh, was there? There was. was. Oh, Joseph said... Jung describes actors as imposters versus the artists which moves culture forward. Why do they think their opinions hold so much weight? It makes me laugh. I, I would normally say like it's not like they don't have a right to their opinion, but they sign an open letter which makes it clear that they do think that their opinion uh, is very, very important they and needs think to be that? heard. Who because is meant to respond to it? They think that they're important because they make a lot of money. That's uh, it. That's all. That's the only reason. I am over it, my friend. And, and by the way, we're also going to talk about the uh, the Duke Nukem movie oh that's going boy, in, in yeah, Podluck yeah. today, <laughs> which is going to make all of this even funnier when we get there. But before we do that, Mary wants to talk about, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about Charlie Sheen, Denise oh, Richards, yeah. and their daughter joining OnlyFans. Yeah. Their, their daughter, Sammy, is 18 years old. And yesterday, she decided to reveal her new... Explicit OnlyFans page. As uh, a normal, well-adjusted, you know, 18-year-old yeah. in America want would want to do. Yeah. So she posted on Instagram and Twitter about it um, with this this picture of her wearing a lot of makeup. It's rather jarring. Um, she was, like, wearing this bikini, and then the caption said, like, click the link in my bio if you want to see more. <laughs> Wink emoji or whatever. <laughs> um, so... Charlie Sheen does not approve. If Charlie Sheen doesn't approve, it must be bad. Right. But he's not doing anything to stop it, ah. and he's actually blaming his ex-wife, Denise, Denise Richards, Richards, for allowing this to happen under her roof. So uh, I don't know what to think about this, other than that they're using the situation to point blame at each other. Basically, he said uh, that... He doesn't condone it, but since he's unable to prevent it, he urged her to keep it classy, creative, and not sacrifice her integrity. Mm. Classy OnlyFans. Well, um, if you're going to uh, show your private parts, it's best you do. Hey, I actually made this argument when when the, when Britney Spears kept posting all her weird nudes. I'm like, at least get a better camera and lighting yeah, if you're going to do on, that. Have some dignity. But you know, uh, if you're 18, maybe just don't. Maybe just don't post the nudes. It's too young. Yeah, and then her mother commented on the Instagram post <laughs> in support of her, saying, "Oh, come on, Sammy, man. I will always support you and always have your back. I, I guess love you in public, like." What does that mean? Like, if you actually support your child, then that means you stop them when they're doing something self-destructive. Yeah. Yep. It, it doesn't mean just blindly celebrating everything they do. Yep. Um, she Apparently also said. She also said she's 18 years old. She told Page Six she's 18 years old. Um, she can do what she wants. She basically. can do what she wants. Basically, yeah. all I can do as a parent is guide her and trust her judgment. She, and maybe she makes she, her own choices. Maybe she guided her. She's like, I'm going to make the paywall fourteen ninety nine. She's like, No, honey, make it nineteen ninety. You're worth you're worth twenty dollars. You're worth, dollars. Yeah. You are worth Dude, exactly twenty dollars. Go to a Hispanic parent when you're eighteen and tell them I'm eighteen. Gosh. You Have can't tell fun. me what to do. You shall be introduced to the concept of a chancleta. Chancleta. Right in your 
posterior <laughs> or your face, yeah. depending on the it's discretion. Not it's not good. So is this just a breakdown in our social in our social fabric? I what? mean, yeah. <laughs> well, yes. That, what a leading <laughs> what question, question, Brett. <laughs> um, he I, he also, they both have this excuse that because she's 18, it's like thrown to the wind. She can do whatever she wants. I can't pass judgment mm. on what she does. But like, that's just a cop out yep. for the fact that you're neglectful and she's clearly cry, doing something to cry for help. Some act of rebellion, like it's a story as old as time, an act of rebellion that is actually like hoping someone will care and no one cares. And then her parents are just using this as an opportunity to blame each other. Um, He said that she's living with her mother and it didn't occur under his roof. Therefore, (sighs) it's not his concern. I mean... And also, last year, she posted a TikTok claiming that uh, while she was living with her mother she was in an abusive household and then she claimed that she moved out had a quote spiritual awakening and dropped out of high school still has not gone back to school and um her current living situation is not confirmed either way but um page six uh, had some unverified source that she moved back in with her mother within the last month. So now uh, Charlie Sheen has the excuse that he doesn't know what's going on with her yeah. because I mean, call her, dude. Her mom. <laughs> yeah, seriously. yeah, that's it's just it's crazy to me that you can d- just get absolve yourself of all responsibility because. What? Your child turned 18, what, like three months ago? Yeah. I thought van life was bad. She turned 18 in March. Van life. Yeah. I thought that that was like the whole, like that generation's escapism. Mm -hmm. That sounds wholesome as hell. My favorite were the videos where it's like what van life's really like and it's just miserable for so many of them. It is. It's so hard to actually keep up and maintain. This story is so bad that Charlie Sheen is actually the good guy. Because her mom doesn't seem to care at all. Is he really? I don't think either of them care. And he's right his ex-wife is correct in that she's technically an adult that she can do this if she wants to he's making it clear that he doesn't like it he doesn't approve it he's telling her that she wants to maintain her dignity but at the same time it may be a custody thing that he's not able to like go and intervene and besides how well she's 18 so technically neither of them have custody over her he said keep it classy oh yeah like he's just deluding himself and coping Maybe, that she's going he's, down this path. At least he's speaking out. You know, I. It's not very. Not much, really. But it's we, just he. He couldn't. His, his condemnation of this is like very so. Tepid. Uh, yeah, it's so. One foot in, one foot out. He doesn't want to commit either way, to approving or disapproving, and now he's just coping by saying that it's possible to sell. Uh, content quote unquote content of yourself in, in that light way. in a classy yeah. way that's not, it's not possible correct, yeah. i mean what do you do when you're a father and like they're asking you a, a like a statement it's not about like he your... was ever a good role model no, yeah no, i'm, I'm sure always surprised that, when yeah. these celebrities give like exclusive statements to these publications because if it were me that? i would never for real no yeah but they lo- they want attention so bad i guess they they the fall for it life, Mary. <laughs> i don't know cringe <laughs> um it's just really disheartening to see yeah, this um because she clearly comes from 
fame and, and privilege and doesn't need to she it's not like she's in a situation where she feels like financially desperate and is doing something she wouldn't otherwise do to survive she's that literally my, yeah. just doing this for attention, for attention. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it shows that she's actually like poor in a different way like she no one like gives her any love and attention from attention like the worst people in the galaxy as to, well like, right yeah. right like she she turned 18 in march right and she's already june doing like, she's already this. going for it dude who was subscribed to an only fans so so this strikes me as a classic case of fathers failing to fulfill a primary need in their kids lives i will be fully forthright with you guys and say that i was never ever attempted to do any of this in fact when tim and i were first friends i complained about this because these girls would make so much money and i weighed you know like a buck 50 and i was like man i could do it if i wanted to i would make so much i wouldn't have to work three jobs and go to school at the same time but i freaking won't i will not do it because i had a strong father figure never at any point in my life did i feel like this was the path to go down because i had my dad my dad had my back my dad trained Mm. me to see guys as being mostly positive with weaknesses and it was it it was very powerful and i think this is i feel like girls today are falling apart in a lot well boys are too but the lack of fathers is just huge part of this problem and i think charlie is really probably really regretful that he did so poorly by his daughter I don't really even sad. know if he is. I hope like he is. I'm trying his, to I'm his trying reputation. To think he is. Yeah. People were saying that because his reputation is that he has engaged in so much debauchery yeah. with women that he really has no respect for them. And so, how do you go from that to like being able? Like, how do you negotiate your past behavior towards women with the fact that your daughter is yeah. now? A grown adult woman. I would think he has to be regretful. I mean, ho- hopefully, with the fact that, like, you know, I was a laughing stock for like three years straight about me. how much of a dege- degenerate <laughs> I am. Yeah, like he he could go that route. I don't know. That'd be one way to go. He was kind of Amber Heard before Amber kind Heard of, was Amber yeah. Heard. What? It's kind of cringe. <laughs> what does that even mean? He's, he was uh, he was an internet punchline. Uh, yeah. Based on his own comments. Don't be Charlie alone, Sheen. Uh, everyone's posting her quotes now. And now, uh, back then, it was just it was stuff about him and yeah. winning. Uh, also, uh, they they have both played uh, two of the most unrealistic characters in, in human history. She played the most unrealistic nuclear physicist in human history. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, by that, that, I mean Denise Richards uh, as Dr. Christmas Jones in, in The World Is Not Enough. There has never been a less uh, nuclear physicist-looking person than Denise Richards. Uh, and Charlie Such Sheen played... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, and there's a great joke at the end when um, James Bond is having sex with her and he says, uh, I thought Christmas only came once a year. Ah! But, uh, that, that, that. Okay, and, um, on. <laughs> and Charlie Sheen played uh, Rick the Wild Thing Vaughn in Major League Two, where you find out that somehow horn rim glasses can make you throw a fastball faster. Yeah, interesting. Which also, not really all that Good possible. Good to know. So that is my country. Uh, having no kids, being not a father. But you don't need to, like, that's the thing. You don't need to have kids to know, to see this. Oh, this no, is a clear I, I see example of, yeah. like, child neglect yep. yeah well page six calls this picture that she posted sultry i would call it very sad she looks very sad she her looks face like, is like yeah. disturbing like horribly sad like i she feel doesn't bad look for her. uh there's nothing uh, thank you Woo, thank you she looks like 
upset blank stare. like blank yeah, and like very sad. She, like maybe like uh almost like a muted in tone like she's yeah. like on something I she, hope she looks yeah, like a definitely. girl whose parents allowed her to make an only yeah. friends at 18 her uh, mom yeah definitely poor girl Horrible. both of them yeah. both of them yeah. uh do you want to go with that super chat Sure. Oh, yeah. Thousand foot deep end said, does Charlie actually care or is he in reality apathetic and has only taken the stance opposite his ex simply to spite her? Maybe. That could That's be That's what I'm leaning towards. That yeah. that seems more on par with uh, like, like I said, if your if your relationship with your father, like you said, uh, is your first great um, introduction as a as a girl to uh, your ability to interact with the opposite sex or your ability to understand self-worth. Uh, he's not model. he's not exactly uh, he wasn't exactly someone that would give her a shining example of how it, to uh, value oneself or value the opposite dude, sex. Dude, it makes perfect sense that this is how she's responding based on how her dad was. It's, uh, it's we sad. were also talking about celebrity parents yesterday in the context of mm. celebrity surrogacy. Yep. And yeah. the, the trend that we're seeing is just that children for them are accessories or for props sure yep. for Angelina Jolie dude hmm? dude yes Angelina Jolie but Emily Ratajkowski have you ever seen her hold her son yes oh that's like a bag so I want disturbing. someone to take that child from her she holds it like a puppy or a bag like an, literally like an accessory it's horrifying. so odd I'm gonna find so it she it's was really like bad. so disturbed. How do you spell her name? Boy. I never oh, had R A T A J. Emily Rockenbach. W S K I. Just type I, the first few letters and it'll pull it up. Uh, I was not close. But that's all right. <laughs> we tried. Uh, it's Emily and then just I type put Ratzkowski. Just like slap the keyboard. Um, <laughs> the keyboard. What's her? Times. What's her? It's R A T A J K O. Sylvester, she named her, her kid named her Sylvester, Sylvester Apollo all, Bear. The first what the crime frick? against her son. Who does was that? His name this uh, lady. Look at that self one. Self obsessed. The the one thing they tell you Dude. when you hold a child is to like Support hold his head. head. Yes. The the only thing they tell you, and the baby's like. Bleh. <laughs> They won't be able to see thing. it on the. They won't be able to see oh. it on the screen because of how Google does this. But oh, sorry. Boo. Google, it boo. it's creepy. Uh, it's very creepy. Can you click it? Uh, it won't. Uh, go. Go to the website. And that's that's another Dude. thing that um, we were talking about with surrogacy is that they're they're just yeah. choosing that to preserve how they look yeah. and uh, have as like much that, time as possible to actress. to keep working. Yeah. yeah. There you can see the picture, guys. That's literally. What? Like see. what yeah, is that? He's like, and that you would post oh, that and think like this. Thing. This is good. Like uh, this is a good picture of me and my child. Accessory I got baby by Prada. Yeah, <laughs> baby by Prada. Yeah, I, oh I can't even with this. I it can't hurts. even with this. Yeah. All right, uh, let's go and do Podluck then. Ooh, shall yeah. We? Right, oh no, we had super chat there. Oh yeah. Oh. Um. I actually read that one. Oh, did we read that one? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Just we don't know if Charlie actually cares. Right. Yeah. Podluck. Podluck. Keep going, Dane. Beautiful. That's the potluck song. <laughs> That's it's the just that. Thank you. That's it. It's beautiful. <laughs> All right. So Duke Nukem movie on the way from the creators of Netflix's best series. And if you're wondering what that best series was, that's uh, Cobra Kai, Ooh. which it is actually Netflix's best series. Uh, we, were, we were talking just a little bit earlier about Hollywood and the culture of guns. Uh, we also talked, uh, there's a funny um, article the other day about, uh, it was like a fake article from Screen Rant about Top Gun Maverick being toxic masculinity. <laughs> uh, and they 
that was a joke. I, at least I think I couldn't find an actual article that really, that that. Thank you. Well, thank God that connected you didn't. to it because I, right? I know that I you would be it. spitting fire right now. <laughs> That'd be great. I'm gonna keep looking to. Uh, maybe maybe I missed <laughs> like, it. I'm gonna find this it. This is actual. <laughs> th- if there was, a, if you looked up toxic masculinity in like Urban Dictionary, yeah. it should actually be a picture of Duke Nukem. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, D- Dane, you've played. I have. Yes. Uh, very misogynist. Very, <laughs> the, like some of my fondest memories are are killing aliens in a strip club in Duke Nukem sixty four. Um, get more wholesome when than he goes that. hail to the king, baby. That's right. It's like classic. He is he is the definition <laughs> of. <laughs> Woo. You the, said I wouldn't remember this, uh, but I like that you guys are are bonding over this character. Yes, I uh, never played it. I just, remember, just like, look at those line. graphics, and then like when you think the fact that Mary is like two years old, uh, uh, like, <laughs> you those, and you look at those graphics, you just know like, uh, that's not actually going to be something that she would understand. She's like, "Why is it so pixelated?" So as promised, <laughs> I held my specy take until this moment. Species? Go for it. This. Yes, so it's time. my theory. So as you know. Uh, Duke Nukem remake or movie or anything has literally been discussed for decades. And cursed. Yeah. Decades. So, obviously, because as culture is getting woker, like Duke Nukem becomes... Less and less viable. But I think this is the sign that the culture is turning. Maybe you're right. Because I swear, I think they got to the point where, like, market research shows that literally everyone hates us. (laughs) Look, it's a chart of stonks. People hate us. (laughs) Stock, not stonks. And I think this may be them. It's like, hey, guys, we get it. You know, let's start it off with a bang and, like, put a, like, a hella hilarious misogynist there better be so much alien death and so many and so many one-liners and so much uh, (laughs) strip club violence otherwise otherwise it is not duke nukem imagine if he's like i've rethought my relationship with women through therapy i'm telling you what they need to do is make old man nukem with uh, with uh, Dolph Lundgren, uh, do, oh, yeah? do that. Yes, he's got the haircut so and everything. Did you yeah. say that Duke Nukem is like Grand Theft Auto, but like on steroids? Uh, no, that, that's all. That's I was just what trying to think. Of that. It's basically like a precursor to like Grand Theft Auto in a way, just by the fact that it was extremely vulgar and extremely uh, hyper uh, hyper masculine. It's like Love the it. original Rachi game. Yeah. Love so it. Okay. Uh, so it says according to the report from Deadline, Josh healed uh, John Hurwitz and Hayden Schlossberg, the creative team behind Cobra Kai, are producing the film with legendary entertainment. Developing is in the early stages, and it's not clear who will be writing and directing the feature. That is where you have to pay very, 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 very There's close attention. Your problem. Um, when when, when I, I will I will hold my opinion until we find out uh, who the hell is actually going to write this movie. Um, now, if they got you know, the Halo if they people. got the if they got the writer of the original Deadpool and John Wick to write it, maybe based that 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 could be, be great. That could be great. How was Cover Kai with the whole virtue signaling thing? I didn't incredible. Watch it. Was it good? Yeah. Without it was it? incredible. They, first off, they made fun of it. Cool. And and they explain that I was, diver- I was about to curse. It's diverse <laughs> without without virtue signaling Ooh, and while making fun of while making fun of Cursed. wokeness. I know what you meant to say telepathically. I know you do. Uh, <laughs> it was explained that like 
reprehensible children use it as an excuse to seem like morally pious when in fact that they are the bullies wow. yeah. that is what they yeah. did in Cobra, uh, in Cobra I love Kai it. and they also did like a cute little thing out that boomers like just don't get it like, yeah uh, that's, a, that's a big part that of it that makes me optimistic I guess yep. we'll have to see about this it movie. rules I it's, love Cobra Kai it's also well, a very rare did. example yeah. where almost everybody in the show is uh, is redeemed and redeemable there's very little in the way of like um, it's a very gray it's a very gray show like uh, the main character, he's not like good. He's not like he's annoying, kind of. Do you mean Do you, Johnny? Love- Johnny is Johnny's. Okay, wait. No, 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 not Johnny. Uh, uh, I'm blanking on his name. Hey, right Daniel. Da- Daniel. Daniel is annoying. Daniel, yeah. the the main. They kind of made him annoying. He's not that much like how his character was in the original movies. But, like, but 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 the, the idea is that he grew into that. That it. he grew up to be that yeah. because he never lost. And but what about the instructor of the original instructor of Miyagi? Uh, no, 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 not Miyagi. Um, the the psycho guy. Even that guy gets redeemed. John something. Even that guy gets redeemed. Dude, but Johnny is like, that show did something that blew my mind because the show starts with him explaining why, from his point of view, um, Daniel's son is actually the jerk, mm-hmm. and it makes complete sense (laughs) it's like this kid comes in he's hitting on my girlfriend he like steals her from me he's like clowning me in front of my boys obviously i'm gonna kick his ass and i'm like i love that that i never thought of it that way i would completely kick his ass too (laughs) if i was in his scenario are you kidding me and then, oh my God, he's just like first strike hard, no mercy. Yeah, for right. real, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. John Kreese actually ends up getting redeemed. Yeah, John towards Kreese. The end. Yeah, that's great. I was, yeah, I liked his storyline in Cobra Kai. The other guy, now I can't remember his name off the top. He was of my like head. a nom vet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 and like him, and then um, man, maybe I should rewatch it when I get uh, when yeah, I get you should. It's, really today. it's beautiful. It's but like people are the way they are for a reason. That's you know? a great and that's, storyline, and that is not what they're gonna do with the gun stuff. They're gonna be like unrelatable, impossible to explain, bad person that has like no background right. beyond it's I don't know being a Gen Six. Terry Silver. The, the guy who plays the one who trained, uh, who started the gym with uh, Kreese, he ends up being mm-hmm. the bad guy mm-hmm. uh, in the in the later seasons. And now they're worrying about will they even be able to redeem him yeah, uh, in season in season that. five? Interesting. Uh, and all the characters are shades of gray, and it's done very right. very well. Duke Nukem doesn't really need to be shades That's of gray. Fine. He can just be kind of just uh, misogynistic, masculine, he can just be evil. and violent. It's okay. He's no, cartoonish. He, he's he's still he's a evil. good guy. He's, he's an anti-hero. He's just an, he's yeah. So so they mm-hmm. they can do this. They sh- yeah. so we'll see if they if this team can actually make it work. I am kind of optimistic. Feels like it has potential. All right. Uh, Bam Margera is missing. <gasps> no. Yes. Uh, oh my gosh. We actually talked about when he first uh, when he first got That's sober. <laughs> he uh, he got he got sober and he he had done like a, was it a month or uh, something out of rehab. Now he was in like a he got hurt skating recently mm-hmm. and now apparently he's been living in like a like an outpatient facility. Uh, and he had an argument with his wife, and now they, he's, he? he's in his late thirties, I believe. Late thirties, um, really? Damn, so he looks horrible. He's been living they, rough. They would call that forty the hard way. Yeah, um, that'd be, <laughs> that would be a high risk lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so look, look at look how young he looks in those pictures. Yeah. Uh, and I will not uh, proselytize today about uh, drugs and stuff like that. But wow, I, I that hope sucks. they I hope they find him and uh, and get him back on track because in the early stages of recovery, that is like the most precarious time to have any type of uh, fallout with a family member yeah. or any type of no severe stress. stressor no. uh, yeah. can be very very bad when you're when you haven't developed your 
uh, coping mechanisms and your ability to deal with those stressors as they come, those form over time. And it really takes a period of time for that to cement uh, and become part of your routine. Yeah. It seems like you're rewriting such a big part of the way you live your yeah. life. So yeah. any kind of stress. Yeah. That could be a big he, problem. The, the most messed up. He, he was like the poster child for the franchise. Like, like so handsome. So charismatic. Yep. Like he had all this energy and now like he can barely like get through a sentence yeah. and it's so disturbing That's hard to see it says in any case the staff didn't see bam as a he didn't appear to be a danger to himself or others cops did go looking for him that day but so far they've come up empty-handed if he is not court mandated he doesn't have to be there he can right. he can leave anytime he wants yeah. uh sources close to bam tell tmz he was currently staying at a sober living facility and had recently got into an argument with his wife we're told he did yep. have issues with the facility's restrictions and had the impulsive dis- uh, dis- had to and made the impulsive decision to leave very very common early on especially if uh i don't know how i, I can't speak to how serious he was about his recovery but that's a big problem a lot of times if you're court mandated right you have a very hard time sticking to rules that you're already not wanting to be hard up by because you don't want to be there. If you make the decision to go to rehab, those rules may suck, but you understand that they're rules that you have to obey in service of getting sober, getting clean, and and moving on with your life. Uh, If he had not fully committed to it, it's very realistic to believe that he has since moved on and is not uh, fully committed. Okay, question. Wait, hold on, Dane. Hold this thought just one second. Brett and everybody else here, do you guys think that the involuntary commitment should be brought back for people who have serious addictions and problems with adhering to rehab? Doesn't that exist already, or is that only for, like, 72-hour holds? I don't think it exists in any real scale. I think this is part of the homeless problem. Thank you. Thank you. Like, we lack a very good way to enforce involuntary commitment. Um, without, Without a crime being committed? Uh, well, I thought it was the the criteria was only if you're at risk of hurting yourself or others, yeah. well, and they yeah, can only hold hold. you. F- yeah, they can only hold you. Um, a lot for a of limited time. A lot of rehab commitments come from uh, crimes. Uh, the judge sentences them to rehab rather than jail. Right. Right. So a lot of the people who end up in uh, in rehab because of the law are not committed to wanting to be there. They just, it's the only option other than going to jail and they're not committed to the process because they have not yet accepted that they need the help. Um, and that makes them flight risks. Do, he, yeah. If he voluntarily commit, if he voluntarily checked in, but is still struggling and had something very serious happen in his personal life, it is a very common thing for somebody to, to skip. Right. But it doesn't even have to be very serious no. at that point. It can be really small stressor that you just gets blown totally out of proportion. Family is a, a big part of yeah. a big part of that. You I know your peeps. he was desperately trying to get back at the Jackass movies. Like right. desperately, so like I know, like the uni- the initial reason, like the motivation to be in rehab was that. Well, no, that that was that was worse. That was they he, he they tried they made him take meds. Uh, I was actually vehemently against all that. I don't think he should have been involved in that project to begin with. Uh, they made him take antidepressants. I don't think that they the studio has a right to assign no. him a doctor that's going to give them the diagnosis they want. Yeah. Drug no. testing him every day, absolutely. Yeah, if, if the idea fine. if the idea here is that he is costing you money, oh, yes, sure. drug test him every day, but for every day happened where yeah. like one of the drug tests that he took Pop, found the the prescription yeah no it found his taking. adderall uh, that he uh, was prescribed by another doctor that wasn't prescribed but from the that's a, that's still like 
a prescription you're supposed to be taking. There's different schools yeah. of thought on that. If you're uh, at least from if we're if we were looking at it from the rehab perspective, some some places once you're in outpatient treatment, if it wasn't le- like I was, pres- they they wanted to give me my Adderall back after I went to you're rehab. Like, no, I should. I said I I should not do yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, because uh, a big part of my issues uh, came from um, Adderall and stimulants uh, making it impossible for me to calm down, which is where my right. substance abuse problems came right. from. I need to go up, and then I yeah. also need to come down so uh, i had to say no to that he uh you know uh, if he's uh, in there for drugs it does not mean you know if he's taking his stimulants and then at the end of the day he's still wired it's very easy even if you can't get other stuff okay i'll i'll have a drink right to, uh, to that's calm not down. any better and he can't you can't <laughs> do no that better. not uh, not in that case so uh i don't know if he was doing like the the quote-unquote california sober thing that's bs too uh it's, it's okay california to, sober it's, it's, oh, where it's <laughs> they basically say that it's okay to smoke weed and it's okay to to drink, drink once in a while uh but you can't do the other stuff some people <laughs> might be able to do that but those people tend to be someone that was less addicted I mean, very to begin high with. functioning yeah, yeah. but um, is it is it possible, you know, to like get sober on, on other stuff on Adderall? Like, like if I didn't, I, I'm guessing like the doctor that prescribed it would have had the context, no? Uh, I not necessarily. The yeah. doctor might not have known. Uh, uh, plenty of doctors wouldn't have known about his unless he's but of passed, him, uh, famous guy. I mean, it I depends on the that, person. That depends. Not to mention, it's Hollywood. He could have just found a doctor that right. gave him what he wants. Yeah, uh, the studio could have done the same. Yeah, They're like we want him to That's have what antidepressants. They did. Yeah, exactly. literally, what they did. That so. seems unethical. Well, it's it's hard because I know they had to be really strict about his involvement in the project, but at the same time, like kicking him off would then like cause him more stress. Yeah. Yeah, it's so not you their can't job win. To, yeah, and it's, it's not, not their, their job, job to overlook to, him. Yeah. But now it's worse because nobody is checking up on him. It would have been bad. Well, it, remember this is th- this incident now is well past that time. We're yeah. long past yeah, yeah. At Jackass. Uh, I I think the best thing they could have done is not involve him in the movie to begin with. Uh, I think they should have right. left him they, off. They have like they a Ryan Dunn tribute who was his best friend. Yeah, yeah. 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 This is so That's why he had to. It might. I disagree with you because like. They had like a tribute like of his best friend, you know, yep. that like rest in peace. Like they had to have him, in my opinion, just like out of respect for Ryan Dunn. This must have been hard because it says that he had just recently completed a year of substance abuse treatment. Uh, and so he, a year and he was still. That's interesting because usually you don't live in like a sober facility a year on usually it's like right after you get out of treatment you spend a month maybe 90 days if you have really great insurance doing something like that well he obviously has money yeah maybe just felt like safer there i don't know if it was court mandated i don't believe it was uh but yeah but he recently also had an accident skateboarding where he broke uh he broke his wrist uh, and elbow, and then he was saying that the facility was not setting up his physical therapy appointments. So oh, this could also be a, a case where it's it's partially him not handling it well, and it's also partially could be shoddy facility work. It's probably uh, more than one person's fault. Yeah, we'll put like, it that I way. mean, it's still on him. Right. It's still he still made the choice to leave. So don't. Uh, I'm always hesitant to put the blame somewhere else when he still had to make that decision to get up and leave. Well, if we find out later that the facility did something awful. Maybe, but he still needs to take responsibility for his actions. And none of this is to say that he broke, that he's not even still sober. They're just saying he left without yeah, telling he's, anyone. He's gone. He's out. So, that sucks. Yes. Best wishes. What were you going to say? Uh, uh, that, but when you're indicating that he's, he was in that like sober home for way longer than they're supposed to be, it just makes me think like they're pawning him off. Like his family's like, 
tired of dealing with him. It's like, that listen, sucks. just stay here forever. Like, well, that's, that's sad. Until you're fixed. That's an expensive, an expensive thing to do. Um, and uh, if you want to finish on a more depressing but hilarious note. Sure. Mark Curry says, stop complaining about gas Thank prices. Thank you, Mark. I will. He's just commanding the plebs. That's right. <laughs> Travel less. Ride a bike, he says. Uh, says Mark Curry is fed up with folks complaining about high gas prices, insisting that drivers should just fill up their tanks and get over it. We caught up with the hanging (laughs) with Mr. Cooper actor at at LAX on Monday, and he gave us a piece of his mind about the soaring gas prices and how they should be handled. Well, tell us, Mark, how should we uh, tell us how how should us the plebs deal with this? Well, Mark tells us Americans shouldn't look at the price of gas because it makes no difference. He says, I mean, uh, well, I get it if his true. point is that you have to buy it anyway. He, he says, uh, we've been dealing with high gas prices for years, so there's no point in worrying about no, it now. No, no, we not have like not. Not like this. That is incorrect. As far as the folks who simply can't afford it, uh, Mr. Curry insists that he feels their pain, but we have to pay anyways. Clearly, he doesn't have much sympathy. Instead, he says, folks should go to the less places, drive slower, ride a bike, or even steal a car if it's that bad. What? They say jokingly. In <laughs> okay, there. Yeah, he joke. better be. <laughs> uh, of course, his hot takes come a little uh, a little over a year after he shared his candid thoughts on high gas prices when he was interviewed for a local news station. It was actually pretty funny at first. The reporter didn't seem to recognize him. That's because nobody's cared about hanging with Mr. Cooper since the 1990s. Here's the thing. I want to change his headline to say, Mark Curry, who is worth $5 million. Is that his net worth? That's his net worth. I just looked it up. Says not to worry about high gas prices. You have to pay it anyway. After all, you could just steal a car. Just buy an electric car, they tell you. Just buy an electric car. You don't even have to look at the gas prices. It'll be fine. You know, from the faction that's constantly talking about historic first, you think they'd comprehend like historic first gas prices. Yeah, you would think so. You would think. Good point. Haven't you ever seen that meme that says like we finally reached the gas prices that were shown on screen in World War Z or something? No, it was I Am Legend. uh, I Am Legend. Yeah. We have reached like, oh. I am legend gas prices zombies next Does do you guys mean? remember that interview of all of those celebrities where they asked them like how much does cereal cost? yes this is exactly how much that does milk cost right. no and they thought it was like $12 for a box of Cheerios or something imagine Incredible. how many imagine how many like assistants Incredible. just ripped them the frick Brett, off right this is arrested development mm-hmm. how much can a banana cost $10 Sure. Yeah, they, exactly. They, they <laughs> did the same thing with Bill Gates where they asked him, like, what's the price of milk? And he's like, I don't know, $7 a gallon? I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, I was getting there. So, uh, yes. So thank you, Mr. Curry. I will just uh, buckle down and just accept my fate because you said so. Thanks, Mark. After all, hanging with Mr. Cooper was fantastic. Uh, so there were some super chats there. There was at least yes. one or two more. Yeah. Foot Deep End said, I could be wrong, but I believe I read that Catherine Zeta-Jones delivered her children several months early to try to preserve her figure. Oh, wow. That is absolutely insane, if true, that's and dystopian it illegal. Yeah, that's like medical it malpractice. Seems illegal. So <laughs> Let's. Uh, we'll find out if that's true. I'm look we'll that we'll look that into that. Thank you. It did work though. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh-huh, good for her. Uh, Kentucky said, "Say the line, Duke." Blow it out your bleep. <laughs> Blow it out your bleep. bleep. Uh, miss, uh, there's one up there. It says, I love. Uh, I'm not I, reading that. Yes. Let's uh, do not it. read that. But thank you for the super chat. <laughs> Caber Much appreciated. Said, Dane, you're alive. We were afraid that you had served as a party snack on Mary's Extra Giddy Monday. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, they were like, what's in Dane's blood that mm. she's this, like, high on it? What? Um, hi, oh. Lydia and Sir Brett. <laughs> Hello. Your darkness. 
Sir Brett, that can be my nickname. What about my blood? I like the dark They believed vibes. that I like drank your blood. And you were gone because she you were drained like, dead. you. I mean, yeah. it's perfectly consensual. I, my yeah. nickname <laughs> okay. here is Dracula Lady. So. I like that. That yeah. is Luke's nickname. Luke, yeah, that adds uh, up. And Dane is now... Zane. Zane. I can't believe Zane. I'm the only I one with a somewhat Zane. flattering nickname. I like it. Out Zane's of all good. of us. And I'm, yeah. and I'm not, I, I refuse to acknowledge my nickname. <laughs> Yours is the worst for Let's sure. Let's not. <laughs> Let's not leave a, it alone. It's not a thing. I cannot confirm that Zeta Jones delivered her children. That definitely sounds like it breaks That's several nuts, laws. But I could see her, I could see people like this doing something like this. I fair. mean, I know that some people get C-sections that are not medically necessary sure. for the same reason. That's a little different, I think. I mean, it's less it's less threatening to the health of the right. babies, but it's still like if it's not medically necessary, why, why you are it? you yeah. doing it? Because they get the procedure that is a C-section and a tummy tuck uh, like at the same time. Oh, that's so shallow. <laughs> Did you know if you have a C-section, your child does not have the same immune yep. system that they would have yep. otherwise? Yeah, it's yeah. a problem. It's not good. You need to think about your kid. Is it way worse? Yeah, it's worse. It's How much come? worse. You don't oh, have the same like immunities and also out. like it that's compresses why. the child's lungs so it can clear clear their lungs yeah there's better. more than one reason there's mm. a lot yeah well that's fine but just bike to the hospital okay, okay. Yeah. when you have to With go give labor, birth yeah when you're when you're nine months pregnant why aren't you biking <laughs> just to yeah. the hospital bike to the hospital because mark curry says that you should do that pleb all right uh okay yeah. five million dollar man learn peasants the, yeah like like it would be like uh, Amber Heard saying, "Like, why would you complain about a full air uh, about a full airplane? Why not just take a private jet? Yeah, I take private jet places. Why don't you take private jets places? What are you thinking? Sorry, we don't have Space Daddy to to buy us right. flights Seriously. privately, <laughs> or I assume Space Daddy. I, I don't know how she can afford that now, given that uh, she owes Johnny Depp a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. So. All right, guys, thank you so much for coming today, thank you for Lydia. Tell me. everyone where they can find you. You guys may find me on Twitter and Minds.com at Sarah Patchlids. I'm also at sarahpatchlids.me, where you can find pictures of my cat Dip, who's fantastic and or maybe plotting to kill me. Yes, I, I saw the the one yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that he's was, creepy. That was a, that was <laughs> a, a good creeper. one. All right, Dane, where can they find you? At Dane Fun on Twitter. Woo! Short, sweet, to the point. Thank you for Love that. Love it. It's a beautiful thing. Mary. You can find me on Instagram or WeChat <laughs> at CloserKitty. And whenever I post articles on TimCast.com, I promote them there. The one today being about Charlie Sheen's mm. daughter's OnlyFans. Sad. It's always dark stuff. It is. It's literally <laughs> always dark stuff. Sorry. That's what it is. It's, it's never anything fun. <laughs> it, maybe Oops. someday. Except for Chet Hanks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. He is right. We, we got to get Chet him. Hanks on. We do. Guys, all right. You can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic for the show. We are here Monday through Friday on YouTube, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is 12 p.m. Pacific. We are also on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, all those places if you'd Woo. rather listen rather than watch. It's a beautiful thing as well, just in a different way. We are on social media. We are on uh, Twitter at popculture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok at popculturecrisis, and on Instagram at popculturecrisispod. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye.